0: Gonna hang up the claws, and it's gonna make a lot of people very sad. Huh? But one day your old pal Wade's gonna ask you to get back in the saddle again. <laughs> and when he does, say yes. Oh, you wanna play Wolverine one more time? Yeah, sure, Ron. And
1: I bonus episode.
2: There's already like seven million.
3: It's, it's a trap.
0: Do, toss it, good taste it, do we love it? Hey, let's
4: fix
2: it. Can't erase it. Let's breaks the Tupperware party Subculture spill over like a vulture carryover. Counterculture push over. Pop culture leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said.
0: Leftovers. Sure the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture
5: leftovers. Hello, this is Randall Park, and you are
0: listening to Pop Culture Leftovers.
2: Hey, what is up, Leftover Army? Yeah, uh, this is going to be another bonus episode. We're going to get into the uh, whole uh, Hugh Jackman, Wolverine, Deadpool news here in the meat of the episode. But uh, first, before we dive into that stuff i got a couple contests that I want to go over uh, First contest is for five digital copies of the movie The Infernal Machine Guy Pearce, Alice Eve, Alex Pettifer, and Jeremy Davies star in a psychological thriller about obsession and deceit a reclusive author must confront demons of his past. When an obsessed fan looks for answers, forces him out of hiding. Uh, buy or rent The Infernal Machine and watch it today. It's rated R from Paramount Pictures. I am going to be putting out, actually, it's out now, uh, a uh, tweet and a Facebook post about The Infernal Machine. And what you'll need to do is just retweet it or share it on Facebook screenshot that you did send me proof to contest at popcultureleftovers.com with the title the infernal machine and you'll be entered to win one of five digital codes for that movie that's exciting what's also exciting is i've got five physical copies of mayor of kingstown mayor of kingstown season one is now on blu-ray and dvd from taylor sheridan the co-creator of yellowstone mayor of kingstown features star-studded cast, including Academy Award nominee Jeremy Renner, Academy Award winner Diane West, uh, Emmy nominee Kyle Chandler. Tackling themes of systematic racism, corruption, and inequality, the must-have collection is packed with special features, including behind-the-story segments, deleted scenes, and more. It's from Paramount Home Entertainment, and I've got five physical copies to give out to our listeners. Again, I'm going to be sending out Mayor of Kingstown tweet and Facebook post screenshot that you retweeted it, shared it on Facebook, send it to contest at popcultureleftovers.com with the title Mayor of Kingstown. You'll be entered to win one of five physical copies that we'll mail out to you. And uh yeah, it's an awesome, two awesome contests. I mean, amazing. Anyway, uh yeah. Not a regular episode this week. Doing a bonus episode. I was sick this week. I know I don't sound like it now, but I'm still recovering. This is the best I've felt pretty much all week, but I'm feeling better. And then Jake and and I also went to an event uh, on Friday night, and so it was one of those things where it's going to cut into... Friday's a good day for us to watch stuff. It's going to cut into things, but I did want to talk about the Deadpool And Wolverine news this week, and not leave you guys hanging on that for another week when it's like old news. So we're going to get that episode out there. So enjoy. Hey, welcome to a bonus episode of Pop Culture Leftovers. I'm Brian.
3: I'm Jake. And we're the Leftovers.
2: Yeah, we already said that kind of in a way, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, we're the Leftovers. Fuck it, Jake. We're
3: we're fucking double Leftover this week.
2: We're double Leftover this week. Yay. All right. Um... (laughs) uh we got our quota in for the year jake that's good we're double left over uh we are doing a bonus episode this week and it's all marvel and uh we have got a round table of guests kind of pulled this together at the last minute we're not alone we've got joe stark from startcast hey stoked to be here we've got wayne from the podcast championship wrestling podcast welcome wayne hey hey thanks for having me back We've got Melissa Sloter from Wild Pretty Things podcast. Welcome, Melissa.
1: Hello. Thank you for having me.
2: And finally, Tristan Brown. Hello. Happy I love li- you here too. I, yeah, I like how he's like you're, you're from you're from nothing. It's just like and Tristan Brown <laughs> from, <nothing. laughs> from parts unknown. <laughs> and from parts unknown, Tristan Brown coming to the ring. Let's see here. Got yeah, we're gonna be talking uh all Marvel. I'm excited to talk to you guys about the of course the big thing we're gonna be talking about is the Hugh Jackman news. We're gonna get to that later. But uh one of the things that kind of it leaked on TikTok this week was the quantum mania trailer. I didn't I don't know if we got to see the beginning, but a lot of the audio leaked. I'm gonna play that clip here in a moment. But uh Yeah, what did you guys think of this? I was uh I, I was like I was really impressed. You know what? Actually, should I just play it? Should I just play it? Yeah, play the audio. I'll just play the audio. Here we go. Down
3: to the quantum realm.
2: Turn it off. Hear her out, Mom. What's wrong? You have to turn it off! All right. So basically, and I'm going to play the rest of it, but basically there what you're hearing is it sounds like an experiment gone wrong and the group is being sucked into the quantum realm. And then I know we get like a bunch of different flashes of the quantum realm. Some people were trying to say that they saw Wanda in there and it's just like, okay, you saw some red stuff that kind of looked like her magic. You're not seeing the Scarlet Witch. Settle down. Um And then Uh, Got a cool flash of Modoc, a great look at Modoc. Let me go ahead and play the rest here. And that voice you're hearing is Bill Murray. I think he's playing Krylar.
6: I thought you were dead. There's something I never told you. Time isn't what you think If you want to get out of here I'm the only shot you have.
1: You've made a big
0: mistake I'm an Avenger You're an Avenger
6: Have I killed you before What? They all blur together after a while Who are you? just a man who's lost a lot of time like you but we can help each other with that someone stole something from me and you're the only one who can steal it back
4: so do we have a deal
1: no i don't think we do
6: Batman.
2: All right, so that is the audio. The video's out there. We posted it on Facebook uh, and on Twitter, I believe. Um, yeah, uh, the thing, Bill Murray, Bill Murray, the crowd goes crazy. And then Janet says, "I think I have something to tell you. Do you think that during her time in the quantum realm, she may have had an intimate relationship with his character. And that's something she has to tell Hank, uh, Hank now.
3: <laughs> I mean, that would be classic Bill Murray storytelling. I, I, I could very much see that. Yeah. Yeah. I
4: mean, it makes sense. She was there for a very long time. Yeah.
6: Yeah. You can't blame her.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do think that that could definitely be part of the story. Um, the other thing that I kind of wanted to talk about here in the trailer is I, Jonathan Majors, like, if you haven't seen it, like, he sounds great in the clip, but it, you really need to watch the performance, I think, to appreciate it and how imposing and just how cool, calm and collected he seems about everything. But he talks about how uh he wants Scott to get something. He's lost a lot of time and he wants Scott to get something for him. And we know that Scott is a thief and so – I still think it has something to do with him breaking into the TVA, um, and retrieving something or someone. So I think that that's interesting. And, uh, yeah, what did you guys think of this, of this leaked trailer? I, I, I'm hearing that it's going to be dropped before Black Panther Wakanda Forever hits theaters, which the word is today that those tickets are going to go on sale on October 3rd. But, um, I think that it's the trailer is going to come out officially before Black Panther Wakanda Forever and it'll probably accompany it to, uh you know uh before the movie. But what would you guys think? Joe, what would you think, man?
4: I thought it was a pretty exciting trailer. It it matched up with a lot of the the leaks and and descriptions that we've seen in the past and um yeah, I'm really curious on what this thing is that they're having him steal. That is that is the most intriguing part of the trailer to me. And because it could be a variety of things, does he need to break into the TVA? Is it something he needs to go steal from some other heroes, kind of like we saw in the first Ant Man movie where he had to go steal something from an Avengers compound? Or it would to me it would be the most exciting if he had to go steal it from a different villain. Um, I, I think we've already seen in in some leaks and stuff that MODOK is is working for Kang. But if he was just like a another villain in there, maybe that's where where Scott has to go break into.
2: Yeah, I, when he says I've lost a lot of time and then goes directly into like, I need you to get something for me. I associate that time when I associate time, I associate it with the TVA. So I think that. It will be – I mean, I'm not counting out seeing Loki and Mobius in this movie. I'm not counting it out. So it will be interesting. Tristan, what do you think?
6: Um, yeah, I mean, it, it matched up with the audio that we heard before, but it looks very epic. The tone is definitely shifting from what we saw in the first two movies. Is this still Peyton Reed? I can't remember. It is. It is. Yeah. So, so, I mean, it's like a, you know, a big jump in tone, which is kind of similar to what we kind of saw in the Spider-Man trilogy. So I'm looking forward to seeing, um, you know, uh, the quantum uh, realm and and whatever those, you know, frickin creatures were like, I have no idea what that is. Um, But, yeah, it just seems like it's going to be a much bigger scale than what we're used to as far as Ant-Man is concerned. Melissa, your thoughts
2: on the trailer?
1: Yeah, I just continue to be obsessed with it, intrigued by Jonathan Majors Kang. Like, his appearance in Loki was surprising because it was the finale, and he gave, like, this incredible performance that had me so thirsty to see more of this character, and now in this trailer, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, he's legitimately going to be scary. I cannot wait to unpack my complex feelings about that, because. I just, like, want to love this character so much because I love Jonathan Major so much. But, yeah, seeing the trailer, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's going to fuck up my friends. Like, I can't be a fan of this person. Like, this is a scary person. But, yeah, like you said, he was just, like, cool, calm, and collected. Like, he is just all business. Like, I think that that tone with the previous Ant-Man tone is going to be maybe kind of difficult to navigate, but really going to be, I think, an interesting movie if they can pull off melding those things together.
2: He's got big shoes to fill if he's the big bad of this uh, of these upcoming phases. And mm-hmm. it, he's definitely going to be uh, at least going as far into like the King Dynasty and Secret Wars. And it's like you got big shoes to fill with Josh Brolin and Thanos because like that was big. So they've got to really mm-hmm. up this. And I think that they've kind of laid the seeds, you know, kind of saying that in the Loki series, the Time Stones don't mean shit in the TVA where time and, and all that space stone magic doesn't matter anymore. So I, th- yeah, I think our heroes are in trouble here. Um, Wayne, what'd you think? I'll tell you what, when, when you're watching the trailer and you see,
0: and you hear Kang come up, uh, Jonathan Majors just gives you the chills. Cause you know, if he's supposed to be the next big bad, I, I think Scott Lang is going to get his ass whooped in, in this movie. like, there if if you pause it there is a scene where he looks like his face is like really bloody and messed up like he probably has taken an ass beating uh, like does he does he even make it out of this like this I saw are, articles, are we
7: gonna
1: we're we gonna lose like, somebody fans think Scott Lang dies in the new Ant-Man movie I saw like, those as well yeah. it's a little early yeah. for that but it was it would be kind of baller if they killed him I <laughs>
0: mean I mean like hmm. could we see Dr. Hank Pym possibly die in this or janet van dyne even his character uh and, and of course they found a way to make this into another heist movie uh in one way shape or form so yeah i am definitely interested in in what they're stealing i kind of agree with you brian it might have to do with the tva because that's exactly where i thought yeah that's exactly where i went to like they're stealing something from there whether it's going to be a, a small little clip or or it's going to draw it out but like e- either way they, they have to tie in together just Loki season two come out anywhere close to after this comes out?
2: Yeah, like it's coming out? out. It's coming out after this. And because uh, this comes out in March, I believe. And uh yeah, it's going to be coming out after it. So February 17th. February, oh, that's when Loki comes out? That's when Ant-Man. Comes out. Ant-Man comes out. OK, so yeah, mm-hmm. Loki comes out later. Um And, and I think it... Honestly, I think it would be wise if it did tie into Loki a little bit um, Mm -hmm. to get people a little bit more familiar with the series and maybe they'll want to do kind of like a catch-up. And I think it's wise not to kill Scott. I think Scott needs to be kind of like your guy to tell the other Avengers he needs to report back to Carol Danvers and Bruce and – well, Bruce is – off planet he needs to report to somebody like about this kang guy and because I don't think that they're going to have Loki B kind of like the the you know the guy reporting about it because not everybody's watching the, would believe him well nobody yeah. would believe him and yeah agreed and then and then of course like no but not everybody's watching the Disney plus series, so you have to have like that movie character carry over like yeah. the introduction of Kang Jake did I even ask your thoughts and got to get your thoughts.
3: Oh yeah, I I thought this was very good Um, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of Ant-Man 1 and Ant-Man 2 But the tonal shift in this trailer has me very excited I mean, Kang has always been one of my favorite Marvel villains Avengers Forever is maybe my favorite miniseries uh, Jonathan Majors is, just kills it in this brief appearance in this trailer. Uh, my only concern is that, I mean, Marvel's done tonal trickery before in a trailer. Like, if you think back to, like, what the first Age of Ultron trailer was like, where we were presented with the the creepiest Ultron you ever saw. And then, you know, fast forward to how that character was portrayed in the movie. Like, I, I hope that they're not doing any kind of, you know, hand over here, distract you trailer type of action. Um, but yeah, you know, this was a great trailer. I I can't wait to see this in full HD on the movie screen.
2: I think Peyton Reed's going to give us our first, like, in my opinion, first great Ant-Man villain. I'm not saying he's like strictly an Ant-Man villain in the comics. Like this guy is an Avengers level villain. But I think, you know, Yellow Jack was fine. Uh, you know, Ghost was fine, but I think Jonathan Majors is going to like, Really elevate this movie, and people are gonna love. I think people are gonna love his portrayal. I, I'm already loving it just from the small clip that we've seen. So,
3: I, I agree, and I'm really intrigued about all the death talk. Um, I also don't think Scott Lang will die, but I don't think you can have Jonathan Majors delivering a line like he delivers verbally and then not physically seeing him kill at least a Avenger. So, Is he-
0: he didn't mention before it, – well, it sounded like he may have killed Avengers
3: previously. Like oh, the yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, but I, totally I feel right. like it's uh, you know, a little bit show, don't tell. I can't imagine we're not going to see him do something pretty terrible as well.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't think we get out of phase six without some of our beloved Avengers dying here. I don't. I really
3: no, don't. He's like Babe Ruth right here. He's like calling his shots. And I, I don't think he delivers these lines without making them come to come to reality. Yeah.
6: Absolutely. I would be very uh, certain that someone's going to die. Someone of importance is going to die, but I wouldn't bet on Scott Lang. I would say probably Hank Pym probably has a agreed, higher chance agreed. of being I, killed. Yeah, yeah, and and I could also see possibly Scott Lang maybe being stuck in the quantum realm again, or something disappearing into um, King uh, Dynasty or something like that. But I just don't see him the sort of puppy dog of the Avengers being the one that they kill.
4: The puppy dog of the Avengers. That's great.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. What a sell. (laughs) Sounds like he's going to be using Cassie as his hostage to make him basically do his bidding here. So it'll be interesting to see. I can't wait for this movie. Bring February on. I am so ready for this. I can't wait for Michael Pena's Lewis's recap.
1: (laughs) Like flashbacks to times that he actually did kill Avengers before, or like if we saw that he actually did kill Scott Lang before, or do you think that they did too much of that in Doctor Strange?
3: That smells more like Kang Dynasty material, Okay, what you're describing.
1: Because that line, like, oh, have I killed you before? Like, you've killed so many Avengers that they are nothing
2: to you. I wouldn't be surprised if the Kang Dynasty actually starts with a scene of him battling Avengers from the Mm -hmm. multiverse. We'll see a variation, like, different versions of Captain Marvel, maybe a different version of Thor, maybe a different version of Mm -hmm. Shang-Chi. Who knows? And him just basically wiping them out and... And that's kind of like setting the tone of like uh, the heroes in the six one six MCU are in trouble. Like this guy means business. So I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not. I'm not saying it'll happen, but I mean that would really kind of like
3: set that movie up. And and
2: when a character does
3: die, oh, it's a great action packed opening. Yeah, like, that's like the James Bond style of opening a movie. You just you know strap your seatbelt on right now. Giant Uh action sequence, and I think they dying left and right. I think
2: they should start if they do a scene like that. I think they should start it with showing a couple characters that actually look just like our characters, maybe slight tweaks to where we are confused and we kind of think that it's actually happening in the MCU six one six, and then and then we they they throw in like this bizarre version of Thor or something, and we're just like, okay, we're in we're we're seeing a different multiverse here. I was
3: thinking also, like, when maybe the last Avenger dies, you hard cut to the one we know, like, the version we know in the 616. Perfect. Perfect.
2: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I I think, like, after, yeah, hard cut to that. But, you know, we're going to have to have that Marvel Studios logo spinning around or something. I don't know. I don't know how they do it. I guess they always do that before the movie starts, correct? Have they ever...
6: They've always done it. Uh, yeah, I don't think they've ever skipped it. Yeah. They've had a cold open though.
2: That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like give give us that cold open and then and then show us that Marvel logo. But I I am so hyped now for Quantumania. They just need to drop this trailer in HD like now. It's already do out you think there to drop it. It's going to be the it? same
6: trailer because it's now that this version is all over the place. They have to switch it up a little bit, right? I think it
3: will be a different trailer. I think this was exclusive San Diego. I think there'll be scenes from this trailer in the trailer we see, but I don't think it'll be the exact same cut.
2: Hmm. I was thinking it would just be the same one. um, The extended version that we got here. Cause like it was two different trailers that they actually got at celebration and D23, the D23, which was the most recent. Was it D23? Yeah. It had the extended uh, Kang Scott Lang scene where, you know the where it typically where it ended before that conversation went on a little bit longer and then we learned of like the heist that he wants him to pull off so we'll see we'll see what we get i i hope that whatever version we get we do get to see an hd modoc that's what i want <laughs> yes mm-hmm. All right. Hey, uh, we're taking a quick break here. I'm actually talking with a good friend of the podcast. This guy started emailing us, I would want to say probably 2015, 2016, started emailing us. We started reading his emails. Over the podcast And then going back and forth Having a good time And then I get the You know Chance to meet him In person at C2E2 I've spent uh, Many a C2E2 With this guy Um, When I was Down and out Years ago And uh, After my uh, Achilles uh, Achilles tendon injury this guy helped donate to me to get me back on my feet as many of the leftover army did and I thank everyone for it but this guy in particular uh, helped out as well and uh, today he needs your help I've got Scott Schutte on the phone I can't even talk to you through Skype right now Scott because the internet down there tell me what's going on man
5: well first of all I, I screamed at the top of my lungs for Ian to stay out of my, my yard and, and he did, he didn't listen to me. Um, but it, it certainly is, um, great to, to be chatting with you to, and, and it's great to have the opportunity to, um, share my story and, and give, um, uh, others the opportunity to go ahead and, and help. So not, not just me, but so many people that, uh, are being affected, um, by this, uh, by this disaster. Um, and I'll say, you know, I was thinking about it today, uh, and you and I were going to talk and, um, you, you spend your whole life and you just, you know, I, you, you see these things on TV and, um, you go, well, you know, that'll never happen to me. Uh, and we, you know, I live in Florida and, you know, we get hurricanes. Um, but I, I will tell you, that was probably the scariest, most devastating moment of my, of my entire life. And, uh, I know I'm not alone, um, but it, it is, uh, also be said that i'm feeling incredibly grateful and incredibly blessed to number one be alive uh, to amend everybody that i talked down here said the same thing like that was really super scary i'm blessed to be alive uh but i'm also blessed to be uh be surrounded by good caring people um and uh and so i i thank you for the opportunity to share my story brian i really appreciate it yeah
2: absolutely man um
5: yeah so you got you got hit uh
2: and uh hundred and forty mile per hour winds and for about nine hours you say and I mean you sent me the picture you tried to send me others, but like internet's been knocked out um and uh i mean it's it's one of those things where you're <laughs> You're needing a little bit of help from the Leftover Army if they can do so. I mean, if any, at the very least, if they could just retweet the GoFundMe page that we've set up for you, that'd be fantastic. But every little bit helps. And it's one of those things where, you know, the insurance company is asking for a pretty large amount for the deductible. And I mean, I can understand, you know, needing a little bit of help in this situation, so I you know I I'm, I'm I'm looking for our listeners to help out as much as we can. Um I would love for us to hit like the total amount, but any little uh, any little bit helps. And you know Scott is such a great dude. Uh you've helped me out in the past We're, you know uh, and and I know you, I know that you would give me the shirt off your back if 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 it came down to it. And I would I was hoping if our listeners have any, you know, anything to spare now if they could um, to help donate to you to get you get get things back to normal for you, but I'm glad that you're safe yeah. and I'm glad your wife's safe and I'm glad you know all the dogs were safe. So,
5: well, that's probably the most important thing to to keep the little pooches safe. Yeah, and, and by the way, they're they are confused as hell. They've been great dogs. They have bark, you know, everything like that, but. Um, you know, I got to tell you, you, you go through you, every couple of years down here, you go through something like this. And um, normally they're pretty manageable for the most part. I mean, not, not to say that they're not, that, uh, that they're not big and scary or you shouldn't figure out all that kind of stuff. But, you know, we're talking Category 4 hurricanes, um, or, excuse me, Category 5 hurricanes at about 160 miles an hour. Um, Ian topped out at a 155. So, all right. for all practical purposes, it was a, a you know, a pretty close to a Cat 5. And the interesting thing is, you know, and you've been, you know, listeners, Brian's been to my house. Uh, and we watched we watched Haunt uh, on my lanai, which is a patio and all of the other good stuff. So, you understand how beautiful this area is. And uh, um, it just parked for nine hours at 140 mile an hour winds going every which direction. And um, I just slowly watched my roof pretty much disintegrate. <laughs> uh, there's no nice way of putting it up. There's a shingle. There's a shingle. There's another one, uh, amongst other things. Um, and, uh, you know, this is our storm. This is the storm that uh, I'm going to tell my grandkids about. And uh, this is a storm that uh, we're never going to forget. But, you know, uh, we're going to rebuild and uh, we're going to make this place uh, paradise once again. And I just appreciate the the opportunity to any kind of help yeah. you know, for, uh, yeah. for myself, for these people down here in Cape Coral.
2: We love you, Scott. We love you, Scott. And I know there's a lot of people in the Army that love you, too. And um, I'm going to... Uh, and even if you don't know Scott just know that he he is a good person. He is a good person. And uh if if you can do anything to help I've set up a GoFundMe page for Scott um to help him out and um if if you can donate anything that would be greatly appreciated. I'll put the link on our Facebook page. It's already there and on Twitter. And I'm also going to put the link in the show notes for this episode. So if you could take a moment, I mean, whether it's, if it's, if it's $5, if it's $10, whatever you can spare to help them out, uh, it'd be fantastic. You know, it's such a horrible thing. I'd like for something at least good to come out of this and for people to kind of help out and rally around you right now, Scott, because we love you, man. And uh, you've been a big big help to our show. You've been a big help to me personally, and uh, we want to. I want to see uh, us try to do our best to kind of get you back on your feet here and have some normalcy. I know it's going to be a while because I mean, this just happened. So,
5: Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate it, Brian, and trust me, I won't tell too many people, you know, because I don't want to ruin your reputation, but uh, I really greatly appreciate you, and I, I appreciate all the friends, and and the people in the army and um yeah well like i said we're uh we're gonna get through this and you know again i, I appreciate any of the generosity and, you know hey folks you know uh, if you feel so inclined to, to help me out great if not please 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 take care of the, the people down here
2: absolutely absolutely and if you if you know scott shoot him a message let him know you're thinking about him and i'm sure he'll get back to you as soon as he can it's just one of those things where you know phone lines cell phones and and internet is 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 really not available to some of the people that are down there so we you know we uh send our our thoughts to everyone uh in cape coral that's dealing with this it's a it's terrible but uh thank you scott man we love you dude and uh yeah man thanks for thanks you know just thanks for being a friend. I, sorry I went golden girls with that.
5: <laughs> no, no, I'll take the golden girls. You know, you, you don't get my age and and not uh, not appreciate truly love golden girls.
2: That's but, true, and uh, you're in Florida. So
5: I I am in Florida. There's a bunch of <laughs> bunch of bunch of crazy golden girls and guys that uh yeah. So yeah, there it is.
2: <laughs> All right guys, we'll get back to the episode. Please help out Scott if you can. Thank you so much. You bet. Let's jump into the next story here. This is kind of interesting. I was not expecting this. It was uh, news from Uh, comicbook.com. Thunderbolts news. Harrison Ford rumored to be Marvel's top choice to replace William Hurt's Thaddeus Ross. Marvel's Thunderbolts is in development for release in 2024. And a new rumor points to a major actor possibly being courted by Marvel Studios for the film. According to movie scooper Jeff Snyder, Star Wars and Indiana Jones icon Harrison Ford either is or was the studio's top choice to star in Thunderbolts as the general himself. That said, the scoop does come with the critical qualifier that, quote, it's unclear if he's already passed. So they don't know if he's passed on it or not. Uh, later on, his breakdown with John Rock Ro- Rocca, Snyder claims that Marvel wanted to announce – Harrison Ford as Ross with the rest of the Thunderbolts cast at D- D23 Expo. However, Ford didn't finalize anything by that time, with speculation citing everything from Lucasfilm wanting Ford's focus on Indiana Jones 5 uh, to Ford's hesitation to replace his friend and colleague, William Hurt. I was under the assumption that they just weren't going to replace him, they were just going to explain the character's death. Apparently, if this rumor is true, and it sounds like there's definitely, it, it sounds like they're definitely going to be recasting. It really does. That they had more plans for this character and they can't, they just can't go in a different direction. Like they have to, they have to recast here is what it sounds like.
3: Yeah, I was under the same assumption as you, Brian. In fact, I had pretty much taken it for granted, especially when we were reporting, you know, about Thunderbolts and other stuff where Ross probably would have been involved had her stayed alive. So I was surprised by this news. I'm um, not that I don't believe it, but yeah, I just kind of thought we were going to write this character away, but yeah, you must be right. It must be so important that they can't think of a logistical way to write around it. So they're they're going to go for the recast. Yeah. And it's hardly Black Panther. Like I don't think people are going to be like, "Oh, only William Hurt is our uh, general."
6: <laughs> right. Not
3: my people, Ross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, this definitely means that they've got plans for Red Hulk. I mean one hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. And 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 that the the choice of
4: actor that they'd be courting, it would make sense that they would want to court him, but I don't think that he would want to do it because this this can't be a one and done. If they had more plans for him, it's gotta be more than just one film, right? I agree. Yeah. It sounds He's exactly gonna...
0: like the kind of thing Ford hates.
4: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Harrison like Ford
0: his, hates signing multi-film deals like that. I've heard
4: the multi-film deal, and also if they're going to have him actually doing the Red Hulk, that means they're going to have him in a mocap suit with dots all over his face, running around like acting like in front of a bunch of green screens and stuff. And it just seems like he's so old school, and turns his nose up at a lot of this new stuff. That I wonder if he would really be
2: into that they're doing they are 100 doing de-aging on him yeah. in indiana jones 5 like that's happening yeah. i don't know i think the older he's getting the more he's kind of embracing certain things i mean i never in a million years thought this dude would ever show up to star wars celebration he did I never thought he would show up to San Diego Comic-Con. He did. I think as he's getting older, he's starting to to make some different choices here. And um, I don't know. We'll see. I, if he doesn't get cast, there's plenty of, like I think, older actors that I'd love to see take on the role. I think somebody on Facebook mentioned Gary Oldman, and I think that's a brilliant choice. Oh, yeah. And I could I, see him wanting to stick around for a few movies as well. Oh, it's like, okay, you were Jim Gordon before. Yes, you had a couple action scenes, blah, blah, blah. But now you get to Hulk out. That's incredible. (laughs) (laughs) And you got to think his kids would be being like,
4: Dad. And, and on the Harrison Ford side, too, you got to be thinking that, that the younger family members are like, dude, you cannot put pass up something like this.
2: Well, I mean, if he gets – if he turns into Red Hulk and he hulks out and he goes crazy, it's like I've seen this guy go nuts in Leon the Professional. I know this guy can play this part.
4: Oh, man. It would be fucking – Gary Oldman would – to tell you the truth after hearing that name, I'm more way more excited about that than
2: Harrison. Ford. That's just what that's mm-hmm. just one dude on our fucking Facebook page that <laughs> suggested that, so it's like they, they got a great idea. I don't know yeah. what the I don't they know basically
3: what basically play William hurt.
2: I don't know what the short list is that they're looking at for, but Harrison Ford's their top choice. I think they should be looking elsewhere honestly. It's like I have nothing really against Harrison Ford. But on the flip side, I think there's better actors out there. So, do you sounds think like they're looking be... for
3: A-list talent, though. Yeah, uh, yeah for sure, it you, should be. Do you think?
4: It, do you think it could be something where it, it would be signing some sort of contract where it's like, look, you're going to do one film as like an actual, you know, person looking like a human. And then it's just going to be your
2: likeness used as this Red Hulk CGI character in future movies. I think they're signing somebody with the intent of basically using them not only for movies, but a Disney plus show. And, you know, they want somebody who's going to probably be willing to come back and do reshoots and things like that. That's just how this business is. So, I mean, he, think about it. And I don't think he's going to have to do a ton of work. I mean, it's... uh and they're going to pay him a lot of money it's disney so i think it's a good deal for harrison ford i think he'd be stupid to pass up on something like this
6: easy money <laughs> i just i just don't see harrison ford really putting himself into his roles unless it's indiana jones it seems to be the only thing he really gives a fuck about the past 15 20 years
2: uh, he i think he did i think he did a fine job in the blade runner
6: movie yeah yeah and he showed up for Force Awakens, but I, I just feel that, like, I mean, maybe it's, it goes to what you were saying earlier, Brian, about how he's kind of lightening up in his old age. But, yeah. But he was. I mean, he's always just been so particular about what he, what he really puts his all into.
2: But the thing is, it's you got to understand that it's not like it was 15 years ago when you've got guys like Sean Connery turning down roles because he doesn't understand them. I think everyone understands how big Marvel Studios is right now. And I mean, what kind of like, I mean, I think it's an honor if you're an actor being asked to be a part of anything Marvel Studios. So uh, I don't know. I mean, he how old are his kids now? I know he has like younger kids still, Right. 52.
7: <laughs> that's
2: probably 52.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, that's why I was thinking it'd be grandkids <laughs> pushing him towards it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, I know he was having kids up in his old age, though, right? Wasn't he? Y-
3: yeah, correct. Um, yeah. Because he's still married to Calista Flockhart, right? Yes.
2: Yeah. They're still together.
3: Yeah. yeah. I believe they did have at least a kid. Right. Harrison
0: Ford probably has some sperm frozen in carbonite somewhere. In carbonite. I love it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, yeah, I'm, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens with this development. Um, it'll be interesting if he does get signed. Armor Wars news from THR Marvel Studios has shaken up its Armor Wars project. And now what was to have been a series for Disney Plus will be redeveloped as a feature film. Uh, the move essentially pushes back the title further down the development slate. Sources say the studio was committed in getting the story told the right way and in that process realized that a feature was better suited for the project. Like all Marvel movies, it is intended for a theatrical release. And um, little is known about the logline for Armor Wars, although it was brought up earlier this month at D20 Disney's D23 Expo when Cheadle joined Marvel Studios producer and president Kevin Feige on stage, revealing a logo for what was then touted as being a six-episode event series. Uh, Feige first announced plans for Armor Wars in late 2020. The title Armor Wars hails from a celebrated storyline that was published in the Iron Man comics in 1987 and 1988, uh, and uh, it tackled the idea of the highly advanced technology of Iron Man falling into the wrong hands. The live-action series was seen as a way to showcase multiple types of armor, so I think this is great news. I th- It's amazing news. I love this, man. I'm I'm kind of like not burnt out on the Marvel Disney series 100%, but I think it's great news that this is just going to be a movie and I th- I mean, I think it's an expensive it's an expensive thing to not get any return on. I think making it into like a a movie um they're, they're going to make some money doing this. And I with it being a movie, you've got to understand, like, I, I think Don Cheadle's great. It, but him just headlining the movie by himself, I think they're going to be adding some other major talent around him for this one. So I would not count out seeing other Avengers showing up in this story for whatever reason.
6: Yeah, that actually brings me to a question because Marvel has not released a movie that didn't have like a marquee character's name, right? So you have like Avengers, blah, 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 Avengers, blah, blah, blah. And they just can't just call this armor wars. It has to be something armors, armor wars, right? That's a really good point.
1: Yeah. They'll be really making a change in their formatting if they don't, but maybe they, maybe they should just pull the band-aid and do that. So, when it works, if it works, they're more comfortable really telling these stories in the correct format. Like if they determine that something would work better as a series, they'll do that or vice versa like they're doing here. But I think that's a good point. I never would have thought of that on my own.
0: Do you guys do you, think you, that – Um. oh, sorry. Go ahead, Joe.
4: I was gonna, going back to, to Tristan's idea about is this going to be like a marquee named character of some sort – Do you think that there's any possibility this could be some sort of Iron Man 4? Or do you think there's no way they use that
0: moniker without RDJ? Well, Brian, didn't you tweet something the other day about Robert Downey Jr.?
2: Yeah, I did. Um, I mean, could that have any connection? I don't think he's coming back. You don't think so? Not for this. If you're getting him come back, you're getting him come back for Secret Wars. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that makes I a lot of so. sense.
2: You're getting a you're getting a multiversal version of Tony Stark coming back for Secret Wars. I don't think you're getting him for Armor Wars, even though I think you know, I mean if if that's what would happen, you're looking at a billion dollar movie here, a hundred percent. What what are the chances of maybe an Ironheart showing up in something like this? I don't know if she fits in here anywhere. Do you think that maybe? It- the government. I think
3: strong. I, I don't think they're going to yeah. call it armor wars without including as many of the armor characters as they can. Sure, agreed. And I absolutely agree.
2: She's a brilliant mind. I mean, you know, um, she could take over like where Tony kind of like left off, right? Exactly.
0: What TV shows, Marvel TV shows, do you think may have done it in for them to sit back and think that this was better off as a short, as a film instead of a, a TV show?
6: Money. Money? Yeah, you're probably right. That's a good thing, too, given the fact that we've. I for
1: it to be a creative reason. Sorry, Tristan.
6: Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, go ahead. <laughs>
1: No, that's all. I just, like, the money answer is obviously the true answer, but it just, like, makes me kind of sad. I like, I wish that there was a creative reason.
2: It you know? doesn't make me sad. The money reason makes me very happy. Theaters need this.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I agree. I agree with
2: that. Yeah,
6: um, and we've just seen subpar visual effects on these shows, yeah. too. This is going to be a very um visual effects-heavy just concept in itself. So it's, I'm glad we're not going to see just shitty you know, effects, you know, for six <laughs> episodes for this thing, because it, that can really just drain enthusiasm for, it for me. Let me bring up another,
2: l- let me bring up another point here real quick. Um, and I, I just read this today. We, first off, we know this roadie is showing up in secret evasion. So we know that we know war Machine's going to be in secret Invasion, Like that, that news is out there, but I saw that Robert Burnett of the John Campea show, Has read all scripts for Secret Invasion. Says it's great. Likely the best Disney Plus show so far. Rhodey plays a huge part and sets up Armor Wars with Stark technology representing nuclear weapons that shift the geopolitical balance of power worldwide. That's, I mean... We're looking at another Disney Plus series setting up a movie here. Kind of like with WandaVision setting up Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Mm -hmm. This is going to be... We're going to get a lot of roadie in this one. And in in Secret Invasion, it's going to tie directly into Armor Wars. So... Um. Yeah, Stark Technology, representing nuclear weapons that shift the geopolitical balance of power worldwide. Do you think uh, – man, do you think somebody like Dr. Doom might want to get his hands on some of this technology, start making some Doombots?
3: Mm, that would be awesome. I would love this to be a
2: Doombot origin story. Just saw an article today from The Direct, something we've been talking about – and that article was, Black Panther 2's villain isn't who we thought reveals MCU actor. And we said that, yes, uh, Namor looks like he's going to be the villain in the movie, probably more of an antihero. We're probably going to find out that this war between Wakanda and the Talikans, it was kind of masterminded. Behind somebody that we'll see in a post-credit scene, that person being Doctor Doom. One of the characters in Black Panther Wakanda Forever, we're going to find out, I believe, is working for Dr. Doom this entire time. Uh, so it makes me think that Doctor Doom might be kind of like laying in the background even in this Armor Wars. Maybe, maybe this is what kind of sets him up later for for uh and you know, maybe he's going to broker a deal for some of these suits or something and start making some doom bots. I don't know.
4: That would be incredible. And and it just seems like such a, a, a natural pick to fall into that because otherwise, what other besides Justin Hammer, I can't really think of any other characters that they
0: would do this with. Well, Justin I don't. Hammer could be the guy who sells it to him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, just a small scene of just him selling armor to him. I mean, isn't that what? the plot of this whole movie is going to be just Tony Stark's technology getting in the wrong hands besides government hands. Think about that. Think about, think
2: about like, a, <laughs> I know this is wishful thinking, but think about it like a yeah. post-credit scene after armor wars where this, uh, you know, like this giant ship fucking, uh, you know, docks somewhere close to Latveria and we see a bunch of doom bots on the ship or something, you know, <laughs>
6: Excellent. Oh, my head would explode at that. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
3: yeah.
6: Well, the fact that they say that Black Panther 2 is going to close out Phase 4, I mean, that's a, the fact that they made that definitive statement sort of indicates that there's going to be some huge transition in this movie. And, and that makes perfect sense, you know, if they tie it into Armor Wars and Doctor Doom.
2: I'm not saying Doctor Doom is going to be like a main villain, like right now. I'm saying like in the background, he's making moves, man. You know, it's like we're getting ready. You know, we're we're we're, it's all Kang right now. I'm just saying, like in the background, we might have we might have these moves being made by Doctor Doom. Maybe Jake, am I premature in thinking this?
3: No, not at all. I mean, I this is the page I've been on for a long time. Like I've always thought Doctor Doom was going to usurp Kang as the main villain before we got the Secret War. So I I still think that. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah,
2: it definitely could happen, and I think it'd be, I think it'd be incredible if he did. Um, man, I still want Anthony Starr as Doctor Doom. Give it to me. <laughs> yeah, that is wild.
3: That's wild that they're saying, like, such strong things like Namor might not be the main villain, though, because I was really leaning towards if we got the Dr. Doom, it was just going to be a post-credit thing. Yeah, and I I agree. I guess finding out he's the one who was pulling all the strings is what makes him the main villain.
2: Right. I mean – It's just a thing that that you're going to find out that he's the villain throughout the main movie. And then, you know, we're going to find out possibly in the post credit scenes that maybe he orchestrated this battle between these two nations. And so you've got a actor here kind of like teasing that, not really giving a lot away and getting people like more intrigued about watching this movie. It's like you really don't have to tease this anymore, man. We're all going to come out and see this in droves, dude. Yeah, that almost Jeez.
1: is like something I'm surprised that they got away with saying. Not that it's like a spoiler, but it just seems to give away a lot of plot for you know on the Marvel side.
2: Yeah, yeah, it is. It is one of those things where it's like I'm surprised that like one of his handlers didn't like try to shut his fucking mic off or something. <laughs> yeah, Some they <laughs> haven't
1: come out and said like that was misspoken. <laughs>
3: Gets hit by a fucking asteroid. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I am tell you what, I'm thrilled that this is not going to be a Disney Plus series. I'm, I'm really, mm-hmm. you know, I'm hopeful now after these quotes about Secret Invasion. I hope it's as good as they say, but I'm super excited for Armor Wars now. So I'm really looking... What do you guys... I mean, are we... Are we still – are we are we cool with Secret Wars uh, – excuse me, Secret Invasion leading into Armor Wars? Or is this going to be another WandaVision multiverse of madness kind of
4: – Oh, it's – dude, it's absolutely going to be a repeat. There's just not enough people out there that watch everything. And for those people that only go and see things in the theater, they're, they're, it's going to be that same thing all over again with Confusion.
2: Disney needs to stop doing this like 45 60 day release in on Disney Plus. They need to just stop that.
1: Do you th- are do you mean and have a longer window or yeah. release at the same time? Longer window.
2: It needs to be a longer window.
1: Yeah, cuz you think people are like, "Oh, I'll just wait the month and a half and then I'll see it."
2: Yeah, it's like on my TV. Exactly. Yeah. It's like well, I think if they do the 45 day or whatever they're planning on doing with like Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, I think they're shooting themselves in the foot. Like, that movie can play in theaters for months.
1: Yeah, 45 Days is great for a lot of films that people just wouldn't make time to see, and so it's nice to see them coming on streaming when they're still, like, in the conversation, if you will. But yeah, like you were saying, like, a Marvel movie could sit in the theater for months. (laughs) People will go rewatch it, bring their friends, like... Yeah, I agree with you. I kind of wonder if Disney Plus will eventually stop making
2: Marvel TV shows. I think if the, I think sure. they should continue to make them, but I only think that sh- they should make 2 to 3 a year. I don't think that you need to have one end and another one begin like mm-hmm. right after it or within mm-hmm. weeks. I think it's I think it's insane the the amount that they're putting out there. I I think there's other things that they could be doing with that service. I I don't know. I don't understand it. It just it just it's crazy because it's 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 a lot. I mean, how many series have they put out so far? Like eight. It's it's eight. Uh, eight smells right. Yeah, it's oh, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, some eight. of them
1: are like forgettable because Moon Knight. Like, did that happen? <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah. I think they're doing a lot of course correction, though, because they had that big meeting um, where they were just kind of looking at the current state of Marvel and determining where they go from here. And I think they have to realize themselves that it's just too much right now. It's it's too much and the quality is getting watered down.
3: Yeah,
2: I think they're I think they're losing money, too, in the theater. And I mean, these series are expensive and I, I I mean, everybody, all these streaming services like are losing money and they're going to have to start, you know, shaking up how they're doing things. So I think Marvel needs what, to,
6: Well, I mean, given, you know, I mean, I'm sure we're going to talk about it later, but just given what's happening with losing directors and shit like that, it's like Marvel for the first time is it's looking a little unstable right now.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, yeah, Ooh,
0: let's, let's say- talk about it. Uh, an unstable director or unreliable directors
2: what i said let's move on I to the next trying to
0: segue yeah segue into uh another thing
2: we're gonna be talking about oh blade <laughs> we're talking about blade <laughs> sure let's talk about that okay i'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> the awesome directors on Blade. i didn't know that you were the showrunner for pcl wayne but right <laughs> just lost your job right yeah. yeah. No, right. direct no right. Wayne, hey, <laughs> Wayne. Since you since <laughs> since apparently you have everything fucking laid out, why don't you tell us the story, there, bro? <laughs> uh,
0: just like vampires, it seems like Blade movie will also not see the light of day.
2: <laughs> And just like vampires, Wayne sucks.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, Blade is Blade has lost the director, which uh, I've got some rumors here. Um, first thing, uh, Connor Petrie from uh, Cinefied.com said on Facebook, they're saying that Sam Raimi is the guy that they're looking at coming in.
3: I've read that, too. I hope that's true. I I wanted this when, as soon as he came back.
2: So, but, uh, Grace Randolph has some rumors and, you know, it's not her rumors. These, these are from her sources. I don't, I don't, I can't verify her sources, but the tweet has been deleted. So she tweeted this. It's been del- since been deleted. She says, Blade will follow his 100 years on Earth as a vampire. We've heard that. We heard that it takes place from like, what is it, 1900 to 1980 or something like that. I don't remember. Um, he will train a young vampire, either his child, Dracula's daughter, or a young vampire girl. Um, and the direct also mentioned that uh, Mahershala Ali didn't like the screenplay as currently is which is why it's being rewritten and reworked on. So, you know, some things going on there with with Blade. Um yeah, it's one of those things it's like are we ever going to see this movie? We have to. We will see this movie. I mean, we've heard the character's voice um in uh the Eternals movie in the post-credit scene. Blade is coming. But yeah, this is just another setback for the Blade movie. So, and it's not like Mahershala Ali's getting any younger. Come on guys, let's move this shit along.
4: The that his is age so is the first thing that comes to mind for me too is that they need to get this going if they want to get him in more than just a one movie. Yeah.
6: He has a very physical character, too, I mean, and one that does not wear a mask. So, I mean, it's 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 definitely going to be a factor as time goes on. So, yeah, he doesn't have infinite number of years to play this character. Well, it's and- like, wh- wh- like,
2: how can he schedule doing anything else when this is kind of just like hanging out there all the time? I kind of feel bad for the guy and he's got to train for it and all this other stuff. It's like, come on, let's let's move this along.
6: Yeah, I saw some report that said that he's frustrated. And, and though you said Blade is definitely coming out, I don't think it's 100% that he's going to be played. I mean, he might just walk if this thing has all the turmoil that it's having.
2: Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, it's like uh, how many jobs? I'm sure he's passed on some stuff. I'm sure he's been offered stuff, passed on stuff. and Yeah.
4: Yeah. Well, and also, if other studios know that that he's in line for an MCU project, maybe they don't even offer him stuff.
6: Yeah, it has to be frustrating. This shit was announced in 2019.
0: Mm. What other stuff, though, is it going to affect? What other movies and other TV shows is this going to affect and also push back?
2: No, other roles that he could be offered in other movies. That too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, like what they have lined up in the Marvel slate, like, I mean, one movie pushes oh, back yeah. several others, you know? It's just a ripple effect.
2: Yeah. I th- I don't know. I, I feel like with his character, it's leading into something with the Midnight Suns, and so who knows how long it'll be before we get something like that. And hopefully that'll be a, uh, a movie and not a Disney Plus series.
6: The guy, um, Jeff Snyder, who you quoted earlier, um he actually... Uh, said something about the script. And I don't know if this is true or not, but saying that the script was supposedly uh, 90 pages, which equates to 90 minutes and had two lackluster action sequences. If that's true, that's terrible. Two, wait, so
2: two action sequences for the whole movie or just two that were kind of supposedly
6: two lackluster action sequences in the entire movie and the script was only 90 pages. So I think there's a lot of creative differences, issues going on behind the scenes.
4: Yeah. Dude, that's criminal if that's true. To to make a – take a – I mean, Blade is just such a cool character. And two of the three movies that are out there are fucking fantastic. And to, to follow that up with something that's boring and having it be his debut in the MCU, they got big shoes to fill and they really need to hit the nail on the head. So – <laughs> Two lackluster action scenes is pitiful.
2: Do you believe the rumor that he's going to be training a young vampire, either his child or or do you think that they're just saying they're just coming to this conclusion that we are that, OK, Bla- you know, Mahershali is not getting any younger. They're going to want to pass the torch here. So let's get the ball rolling on a younger version. That way they can, you know, eventually pass the torch.
4: I I hope that's not true because personally I'm starting to burn out on that trope. It feels like it's been very heavy in the MCU lately, and mm-hmm. and I'm kind of over it. Th- that being said, um, there there are other characters that that we'll get into later <laughs> where where you'll see that my opinion is vastly different. <laughs> but with this one, with Blade training a younger vampire, it's like, nah, just just give me Blade, just give me Blade and Whistler hunting vampires, give me some cool lore bring stuff into this MCU that we've not seen before with vampires in this supernatural world. There's
2: plenty of meat to chew on there.
7: Yeah.
4: And then having to set up some younger character
2: and then give me a post credit scene that shows us like where his overall place is going to be kind of like in the MCU, like tease, like where we're going to see him next possibly. Absolutely. So yeah, it's unfortunate they lost the director, but maybe it'll be a blessing in disguise if we can get somebody like, you know, Sam Raimi, To step in there and and because we know he can do horror we know that he can do this
6: what do you think the reason the director left was i I think that reason of scheduling or whatever the fuck is just bullshit because it's like what does this director no name director have more important than a marvel movie i probably scheduling is concerned they probably didn't
2: they probably didn't like what he was maybe bringing to the table they thought like you know I don't know. Maybe he's not like a company man like Peyton Reed or something, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there was maybe Mahershala lead in him. Do they have a relationship? Who knows? I mean, if this guy was dead set on telling some more dramatic
4: story about Blade's origin through the years and then training somebody else, that's. That, that that's gotta not be the vision in mind that Mahershala Ali had when he was first told about this. It's like, dude, <laughs> like I don't know about you, but when I hear the Blade, I think of those first two movies, and I'm like, yeah, immediately excited about it. And so y- you got to do something exciting with it. And and if you're not knocking the 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 stars socks off with what you're bringing to the table, they're gonna find somebody else that will.
3: The 90 minutes makes the time span rumors funny, too. It's like, oh, okay, we're going to do a century's worth of blade in 90 minutes. Okay.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah, (laughs) that's going to be
6: a montage.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Did you see the length of uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever? 161 minutes. That's a lot to unfold
6: there. I really think that we were only seeing the first two acts in the trailer. Agreed. I agree with that.
4: Let's move but on. Really, oh, go ahead. I, I was going to say, with that long runtime on that, I mean, as long as they're giving us a good movie, they do get a lot of stuff they got to work through. And so I'm OK with them taking all the time they need to do it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a lot. I mean, you got to you got to pat it a little bit to pay tribute to Chadwick, right? Exactly. You can't just yada yada over that at the beginning of the movie and then jump into your a plot. Right. I agree. I agree. Let's move into the uh, <laughs> the big news of the week here, uh, which oh, it just came out of nowhere. It's it's insane. Like I, I heard that they were wanting to do this for D twenty three, and it didn't happen. But uh, yeah, we uh, Deadpool uh, three uh, we are getting. Hugh Jackman, and we got the video of the two of them together. And um, I don't know. Um, first off, yeah, let me do this. The, the, we get the video and then he, you know, he he teases, he's, he asks him to, you know, you want to, do you want to be in the next movie? He's like, yeah, walks up the stairs. Then we get another video of the two together and then music starts playing over what they're saying. So, it's, it's like, what, what, what exactly are they saying? There was a fan by the Twitter handle, JohnBoy underscore, and he did the work for us. And I'm going to go ahead and play this. He does a voiceover for both of them as to what they're saying. This is pretty incredible.
0: What actually happens in our film is
7: these two...
5: All right, and then they play a song and they drown out their voices
4: and they're just messing around and saying a bunch of stuff and you can't hear it, so I'm gonna do my best to lip read it. I don't think I got everything perfect, but I think it got uh the gist of it pretty good. Here we go
2: get out there. Yes. and he's like and i'm just oh, like fucking, and i just fucking catch him I, and i'm chasing a, him all over the place
0: and we're going through, and we're gonna have through all these massive, different places massive, and just massive
4: huge huge yeah and i've got explosion. the sword that, and boom,
7: boom, boom, boom. Boom.
4: Ah, that's it <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, but i'm fine <laughs> i'm totally laughing about it and i'm it. alive too but really got to see yeah, this cuz we're in our prime. It's yeah. true. The prime. And what a way to make it up to you. I'm so <laughs> excited about this. You're just going to
0: fucking love it.
6: It's going
2: to be the best. Thank
6: you, Kevin Feige. Love you, Kevin Feige.
2: Yeah, so that's that's everything that he could lip <laughs> read. And I think he did an amazing job there. And like, big takeaway for me is... They're going to be fighting each other from the get, which is pretty awesome. I'm going to get to see these two characters fight each other, which I think is awesome. They both have incredible healing factors. And it's like, I think they're just going to get tired out because they can't kill each other. They both have these... they're And he said they're in their prime. So, you've got Wolverine at the height of his healing factor. You've got Deadpool, who has an insane healing factor. Like, these guys can't die. So... I, if it's rated R and if they're doing it right, I want to see – I definitely want to see uh, limbs being cut off. I think it would be amazing if they did like the Monty Python and the Holy Grail where he's just cutting off <laughs> limbs and you've got Wade just hopping around on one leg, you know? And he even fucking calls him out
3: on a Monty Python. Um, hmm. But, man, I I, I think it's – You don't think there's a chance that all of this was just ad-lib jokes though? I
2: I don't think – I think a lot of it is kind of like jokey, but I do think that they are going to fight, and I do believe them when they say that they're in their prime.
3: I agree with that they're going to fight, but the prime stuff reeks of joke to me. That's like something that someone would say if they were worried that they weren't in their prime.
2: I think they're going to be in their prime, man. I really do. That
1: made me laugh because of all the talk there's been of Hugh Jackman just like wanting to eat food now. (laughs)
4: <laughs> well this could also be staving off the because they they went out of their way to say that this is this is not post logan this is pre logan and they're not mm. touching anything with that so with mm. them saying that they're in their prime is that to say that you know that his healing factor is good it's not on the fritz like it was in logan this is this is not old man logan this is going to be a wolverine in his prime i mean the way that you would want to see it with these two characters facing off in kind of a, a, a at-odds buddy movie type type film.
2: Comicbook.com had an article. They, they, they said, Hugh Jackman begins training for Deadpool 3, briefly addresses decision to return as Wolverine. I'll play that soundbite here in a moment. Um, a fan caught Jackman on camera and asked how Marvel was able to convince him to don the mutton chops again um actually i'm gonna go ahead i'm just gonna go ahead and play this here real quick yeah this guy just happened to see fucking jackman walking around the street like you know this was announced on tuesday this guy probably saw him maybe the the same day or the next day and caught him and and you at the beginning the guy can barely even fucking talk he's just shocked that he's seeing hugh jackman he's got like he just sees you know i mean i would be kind of like tongue-tied as well but yeah let me play this audio here real quick (laughs) (laughs)
6: <laughs> how? Did, how did they convince you to do it again, brother? Come on. <laughs> I make my decision. <laughs> I know. I know. See you, how you doing? How's everything? All good, man. Yeah. All good. I can't wait. I can't wait to see you in that big screen again. Always good to see you. Thanks, champion. All right, brother. Have a good one. You too. See you, buddy. Logan's back. Wolverine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was very cool that Nana Pratt got to talk to him. Um,
7: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but listen, I mean, and Hugh he, he was so cool. You know, he was throwing up like three fingers like they were the claws. I was – oh, Hugh was just so cool in that. I, every every story I've ever heard about him interacting with fans, he's just been just a class act, just a great guy. But uh, he said, "You know, I make my own decisions. This was his decision. One of the funniest articles um, that I saw that w- the title of the article was uh, Hugh Jackman liar returns as <laughs> as Wolverine <laughs> um, because." You know, he was asked multiple times by multiple outlets, are you going to come back? Is this it? Is this it? And and he said, "I'm this is it. This is the last one. Logan is the last movie." And are you sure? Yes, it's the last movie. I'm never coming back. I'm never playing Wolverine again. And here he is and he's returning as Wolverine and I could not be any happier than
6: I am. Uh And I I believe him, too. I mean, I believe that he truly did not want to come back until recently. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah.
4: If it weren't for the MCU connection, I don't think that this would have ever happened.
6: Mm
7: -hmm.
2: Well, I mean, you got to understand that him and Kevin Feige are really good friends. I mean, Kevin Feige knows this guy from before he even was cast as Wolverine. That's a really good point. I hadn't considered that.
4: The, the age of that friendship. Yeah, because Kevin Feige was involved in those first uh, yeah. X Men movies and all that. He was like a fucking like intern level
2: shit, like in there, right? Yeah. But. I mean, I mean, he was, you know, he was working on those Fox X Men movies. And uh, there was a time where him, this was before Hugh Jackman blew up here as Wolverine, but there was a time where those two just kind of like went out to lunch and talked. This was wow. actually when uh, they had another actor in mind. For Wolverine, that guy couldn't play it because he was in he was going to be involved in one of the Mission Impossible movies. And so he turned it down due to scheduling conflicts. And then it went to Hugh Jack and that guy hasn't done shit. So (laughs) I'm like, you're not even saying his name. (laughs) I can't I can't remember the dude's name. I think it was Mission Impossible three. So, yeah. But yeah, he's got this relationship with. Kevin Feige and I really think that Kevin's gonna do him right in this movie. Um, I th- this is an instant billion dollar movie from the moment they announced that on Tuesday.
0: Hmm. Without gonna, a doubt, I was gonna say they're f- the the only other one that we have rated R comic book that hit a billion was Joker, and you know under those is Deadpool two Deadpool two and Deadpool one as the highest grossing rated R films. And to have Deadpool three just slide right in there, you're know, like, that'd be crazy if it beat the Joker, and it could be the highest grossing rated R film.
2: I think this movie is gonna break the internet when we get that first trailer. I think YouTube, I, I mean, yeah. it's that that first fucking trailer is just gonna blow up on YouTube. It's gonna be one of the most viewed trailers ever, ever for sure.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it is absolutely. You're right when you say it's gonna break the internet. I mean, this is. This is such huge news that <laughs> dude it is so <laughs> exciting that when this trailer when it drops like it it might crash some fucking servers.
2: Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I and listen. I know he says he's coming back for Deadpool 3. I don't f- I can see him coming back for more. I can see him being a part of Secret Wars now. Yes. I agree.
6: Yes. You did see that they made it a, a, a point to say one last time in mm-hmm. this little teaser. So I think that was intentional.
3: I, mm, I mean, they're going to say that. So you go see it because this is they're going to tell you it's the last chance you get to see Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. And then and the next time they'll tell you that's the last chance to see Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. They Every time they want to tell you that. So every time I think, you, like you have to go.
2: I think going forward, I think going forward, if this is a prequel. Logan happened in 2029. If this is a prequel, I think like any version of we, that we see of him in the future, they could just be like, you know what? You're going to get your X-Men Wolverine. We're going to give you a completely different Wolverine going forward in the MCU. But with the multiverse. We can give you old man Logan.
4: Yes, Dude, you're mm-hmm. right on track with what I was thinking on this, too, because that sets them up then to do the thing that they want to do and bring in a younger one and bring Daphne Keene back as X-23. Boom. Because she was so fantastic in Logan, and it would it would set Hugh Jackman up so you can keep playing this character. He has said that the thing that he doesn't like about this character is how hard it is to maintain that look. You don't have to mm-hmm. do that as old man Logan. You can still be on the scene. You can still put asses in seats with your presence being there, and you can be a mentor to this fucking awesome x23 character who's already cut her teeth in the role and was loved by fans i mean i see nothing but wins in a scenario like that
2: people are saying oh oh no no it's just this one movie and it's done i'm not i'm saying that there is a chance i'm saying there's a chance for more with old man logan i mean guys we're getting charlie cox just and a- we're getting charlie cox and vincent d'onofrio back we got we got andrew garfield and toby mcguire back we- we got I, Patrick Stewart back. We got Patrick Stewart back.
3: Yes. I mean, Michael he, Keaton back. I mean, it's a, these it's things are happening. Right
2: and I think that with the rumor being that Marvel's wanting to start like this, uh, this Hulk family, like we're getting more Hulks. Like that's going to be something that's happening. We've already got She-Hulk and we're hearing like in Captain America. Um, uh, what's the new movie? New World Order. That new we're, World Order. They're going to be introducing. New World Order. That they're going to be introducing more Hulks in that there's no reason why we can't get a, why we can't get a, a Wolverine family too. And I'm talking Old Man Logan. I'm talking X23. I'm talking the new Wolverine that they're going to be casting in the Marvel MCU. There's no reason why these things can't happen. And I, I, I don't think Kevin Feige just wants to stop with this. I think that after this movie is a huge success and I know that, you know, Hugh hasn't really done anything big in my opinion since Logan. He's a song and dance man. He can always go on Broadway and do that stuff. That is his passion as well. But I think in the movies, man, like if we can keep him, if we can keep him happy playing Wolverine in any capacity, you got to pull out all the stops. You got to dump all the money and, I, I would love to see him return as old man Logan in future installments and in movies, whatever. C- can you imagine seeing him meet up with Hulk and fight each other? <sighs> <Holy laughs> you terrible. can't tell me yeah. that Kevin Feige is not salivating at the thought of that on screen.
6: Yeah, I, For sure. I feel, I feel about it. You keep Hugh Jackman around though, and you do introduce whether it's, uh, well, it was the kid from the uh, that's uh, being rumored to be Wolverine? You bring in a new Wolverine and you keep Hugh Jackman in existence. It's it's really going to downgrade this guy. I think
2: it's a passing of the torch. If the uh, you know, I'd like to see those two at odds. I, I'd like to see those two fight. But man, if I can get that iconic. Uh Todd McFarlane cover where the claws are out and we can see the reflection of the incredible Hulk in them on in live action, man. Come on.
3: Fuck yeah. No. Brian I'm a beast? big fan of that Lindelof comic too. Lindelof did a uh Hulk versus Wolverine Ultimate comic, and if you haven't read that, mm-hmm. you should check it out. It's four issues of an action scene.
2: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Writing this down. <laughs> Um, Brian,
0: I was thinking the biggest question I had thinking about this was, do we finally see the blue and yellow suit or a version of it or a brown and yellow?
2: I am glad um, that you asked because just today mm-hmm. from Daniel RPK's Patreon, the current plan is for Hugh Jackman to wear the yellow Wolverine suit in Deadpool 3. Mm-hmm.
3: No. That's awesome. Is it Deadpool himself in his X Force Grays in that announcement, too?
0: That's what it looked like.
3: Yeah. Or well, yeah, was it, it th- like that?
0: That, or I thought it was like the dirty suit from the second one. But yeah. he also had that all duct taped and up and stuff.
2: Yeah. He was taking pictures with his wife in the gray suit earlier last week and then posting them on Instagram. So. Okay.
3: Yeah, it looked like just when he was, you know, doing the announcement, he had him on as well. Yeah. Now, do
0: you guys think we'll get like a campy version of it, like it, like a throwaway, like we saw in kind of Wandavision with those campy Halloween outfits? Like they do like a, a montage, a changing montage, and we get it, and they kind of laugh it off. Um, you know,
3: with, oh, that would make uh, a lot of people mad. No, it I would. think we're
2: getting like <laughs> like we're gonna get like a version of that suit that was teased. You know, in um, X Men, Wolverine, uh, yeah. the, in the Wolverine, we're gonna get a version mm-hmm. of that, but it is gonna be the mm-hmm. you like the yellow, blue suit, and it's gonna look good, and Jackman's gonna look awesome wearing it, and I cannot wait. I, we're 100% right. getting the suit, man. I
0: mean, it's, if we don't get that suit. I mean, we're gonna be like, you know, with, with Cyclops in the first one. Like, what did you expect, yellow spandex? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking yeah, that's what we expected.
2: No, this is. I think th- this is Kevin Feige probably wanting to. I mean, he wants to make good on on Hugh Jackman. I mean, Hugh Jackman. He. He wants to make good on, on 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 what fans want out of this, what we've been dying. He knows. He knows what we want. He knows that the black suits and X-Men were a bad idea. He knows all this stuff. I do not think for a moment that we're not going to get everything that we want in this movie. I don't think I don't think Jackman comes back unless he gets what he wants to do for the fans. He wants to give the fans what he always wanted to give them. And I feel a like
3: singing Wolverine
2: yeah, singing Wolverine. <laughs>
3: hmm.
0: Wonder what uh what the uh the payout was for that. I'm
3: very curious to know how much he's he made or he's going to be making. He deserves it. I bet it. he's getting paid on the back end too. I bet I bet he's mm-hmm. got one of those deals where however much money the movie makes, he'll get x amount. I w- I would not be shocked at that.
2: Well, yeah, he's gonna. I mean, they're gonna have some uh, like the the Robert Downey Jr. back deals where if it makes over mm-hmm. a certain amount, then yeah, he gets like a he gets a bonus, a hundred percent. I think that that's probably part of it. Just, I, 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 Melissa, what are your thoughts on this? I'm curious.
1: Um, here's the blasphemy: I've actually never seen Hugh Jackman as
7: Wolverine. <gasps> yes. oh. Sorry, I I was muted. When
1: Brian asked me to be on this episode, I was going to get to say that, and I was going to get the reaction. That's not why I haven't seen the movie. It's just a fun bonus. Um, I'm excited about this because I I really like... I I both dislike because I think that it does a weird thing to the process of movie making, but I personally love when actors like stay in these roles for so long and they make outside... Like in real life friendships and then they end up making these movies so like I love that Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds have been fucking around on the internet for years and now they get to really make this movie like it's just a really it's a fun narrative that has been going on for so long and now fans are going to really get to see it and I just think that that is fucking cool but like yeah it's weird because it's like this is why all movies are sequels and shit but you know that's a whole different thing that's not what's important (laughs) what's important is fun fan pleasing <laughs> shit and yeah so i will see all of the wolverine movies so that i am ready for this and like to be honest like the ryan Reynolds thing works on me every time so i'm really excited about this
6: I've you don't have to for- watch
3: wolverine or yeah movies, it's gonna to start way. rough melissa i'm gonna let you know that's,
1: a- that's <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs>
3: maybe, I'll just, fun with maybe origins. I'll just
1: watch logan that one everybody likes
3: just wait till you see deadpool's first appearance that one will really blow your mind um, <laughs> absolutely
1: well i've seen it kind of in like the post credits of what, or whatever because don't they have that yeah little scene in the one mm-hmm. Deadpool movie? They, yeah, that's, right, that. that's right that's <laughs> right
0: i feel like we're gonna see so much blood in this movie you have to so much like do you guys think we'll see the return of colossus or juggernaut at all no. You you don't think so? You don't think we'll see maybe a fastball special at all
3: with Colossus? I think we'll see other <laughs> characters, but I, I think I think we'll try stuff new try new stuff. Uh
2: the what I read today, this was also on Daniel RPK's Patreon. He says that Zazzy Beats is in talks to return as domino in Deadpool three. Oh,
1: I would fucking love that.
2: That that I could see. Yeah. But Colossus would be fantastic. I would love to see Colossus show up. I don't I don't want that character is so great in the Deadpool movies. So, and I also I want I want to see Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Oh, mm-hmm. I loved
3: her.
6: She is, was she's about oh, he yeah, the cab driver.
3: I I can lose him. <laughs> <laughs> You're no fun, Jake. Um, I mean, real,
2: Depender's great. I love Depender. Bring him. I mean, he's, the guy's got great comedic timing. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'd love to see that. Um, the, the, the biggest thing that I've seen that people want from this is they want, since they're bringing in some of like you know, the, since they're both Fox characters they're hoping that we get to see Channing Tatum Gambit in this movie in some capacity. So oh my, God. I think it would be fucking great. <laughs> I would love it.
3: <laughs>
1: that
2: has
3: the,
1: so much meta context. I love that shit. Do it.
3: Well, the Swifties are convinced that she's going to be in this movie <laughs> as Dazzler because, uh, you know, Ryan Reynolds is married to Blake Lively. She's best friends with Taylor Swift. Um, uh, the announcement uh, video itself, was actually filmed in the all-too-well house, which was very, very clear if you're a fan of that. Uh Jake,
2: you need to back up and say, not the Swifties, you need to say... Me and the other Swifties. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't think I'm a full on Swifty. I I can't like recite every lyric or anything. And there's a couple albums I'm not a fan of, but I, I definitely see some of the news. And I did recognize the house that they were in as the infamous Taylor Swift music video house. You're a so.
2: fucking Swiftie, dude. I don't know. Well, You're a fucking half Swiftie.
3: Half Swiftie. <laughs> half Swiftie, half Jew. <laughs> 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 oh boy i uh, did
1: see uh just like a little thing on the internet today of ryan reynolds talking about how much he likes joe alwyn which is taylor swift's like partner of like five in, years now Oh, not yet not oh, yet oh they're married oh okay not, okay. not
3: yet I'm you are a swifty <laughs> I'm not. I just got facts wrong. That proves I'm not.
1: Yeah. So I. As, so as soon as you said that thing about Taylor Swift, I was like, oh yeah, because like Ryan and Blake hang out with them enough that Ryan is friends with Joe Alwyn, who is like not that famous yet. So I think that she's, she's always next. wanted
3: to be in a Marvel movie, and I, this is her in. I think there's like a 95 percent chance she has a cameo in this movie. Oh, I tossed that so hard. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm, I'm just here to report the facts, not what everyone wants to have happen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh,
4: as man. long as she's a better actor than shania twain
3: <laughs> oh god yeah <laughs> we'll see we'll see some taylor swift acting very soon in the uh, you will see the david russell movie what amsterdam oh god I, I
1: know she was also in that jesus yeah, yeah i didn't now,
2: know that either now i'm upset i, I put it I, now i'm upset i put it on next week's list I figured that's why you put it on the list. Oh, get the fuck out. (laughs) I'm going to come back next week and be like, Jake, I'm a Swifty. (laughs) In fact, uh,
0: Taylor Swift's childhood home is actually pretty close to here. I used to mow her house.
3: This is getting real creepy. I'm not the kind of Swifty that Wayne is.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wayne used to go out there and mow with his shirt off just hoping she would show up. (laughs) (laughs) i want her to write a
0: yeah write a song about me
2: (laughs) yeah did i break your heart time out time in okay i don't know what my cat jumped on my mixer and knocked it out so i don't remember where we left off but um brian didn't i hear like a couple
0: maybe it was a couple months ago that uh ryan reynolds put out a tweet about if they were to do a movie together it would be more like a road trip do you guys still think that's possible, or are we going to get something completely different? Like Wolverine and Deadpool doing a road trip together.
3: I could see the road trip thing. They fight at the beginning. They mm-hmm. realize they have to work together for a common goal. I mean, the writing is going to be whatever <laughs> it takes to keep these two on screen at the same time together as much as possible. I hope
2: mm-hmm. they get in a fight like, like uh, Deadpool Please. just keeps nagging him. About joining him. And it's kind of like, you know, Mike Tyson on a flight being bugged. He just eventually just starts fighting back. Right. So yeah,
6: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> why do you think they waited till today or this week to announce this when they had D23 a couple weeks ago and there was no major pop like this?
2: Yeah, oh that God. it was it, it was mentioned somewhere online. I just don't think that they had it. I don't they probably didn't have all the, you know, Eyes dotted, T's crossed on yeah. the contract, yeah. But talk about the biggest news
0: that could not come out of D23. Yeah,
2: like, I mean, absolutely.
0: Like, I, I mean, that's one that I was like, holy shit, like I'll drop what I did. I was like, I had to text some people. Like, I got to
3: tell some people this shit. I mean, like, maybe it was strategic. I think Marvel always likes to stay in the headlines. I mean, the D23 talk had kind of waned away since D23, and now we're all talking about Marvel shit again. Yeah,
6: they also didn't really- want us fucking talking about Blade losing its director as well. <laughs> That's a good point. A little bit, a little bit of sleight of
3: hand to get you not talking about the bad stuff.
6: Yeah,
2: uh-huh.
3: but I wanted to also
0: bring up a lot of these trailers that we've been seeing leaked, um, like Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I, I guess somebody may have also seen some footage from the new Indiana Jones Loki season two. Like, do you think something similar to what we saw with Avengers? Uh, the Ultron one, where they would just try to get ahead of this and why don't they just drop the trailer now anyway so we get a better version of it instead of millions of views being shown to these shitty you know, versions of it.
3: Like, do you think I they're think just going to get ahead of press. them? I don't think any yeah. of these leaks hurt. They're not going to get... Two million less views because two million people already saw a leak trailer. Anyone passionate enough to watch a leak trailer is going to mm. watch the real trailer. You're losing no clicks. Right. Yeah, we all want
2: to see it in HD. And uh, it, half of these leaks, you can only see like three fourths of the screen anyway
3: yeah yeah oh i don't need to see the hd trailer i already saw some guy (laughs) recorded on a cell phone the corner of the screen i've been there done that
2: yeah (laughs) last thing i wanted to talk about here real quick and it's not even marvel it's dc it's uh the black adam rumor and i do think this is a hundred percent legit online the comics kid casey wash was asked does Cavill's does Cavill appear? Oh, does Cavill's appearing in uh, Black Adam mean that Superman solo movie with him is going to happen? D- did you guys see this? That that it it's the that Superman Cavill is going to show up in Black Adam. Fucking do it! I hope I so. I, want saw, I saw. Some I want it. Yeah, it's happening. Like
6: I think it's happening.
1: Black Adam than I was fifteen minutes ago.
6: But the buzz about Black Adam is so minimal right now. Why won't they just put that out there? In the marketing.
2: I will say – I mean, we're just a few weeks away. Who knows? I don't know. It, this is what uh, Comics Kid said. I literally had a trusted source tell me today that he wouldn't, but I'd say either way, it'll be a while. Um, seems The Rock might have actually pulled it off. And basically what – and I've seen a photo. They don't know if it's real or not of Superman in the movie. And – this is why The Rock, when they showed that screening where he showed up after the movie played and he comes out and he says, Hey, what did you guys love that ending? That ending <laughs> is that ending is Superman showing up, Henry Cavill, Superman showing up and teasing the next Black Adam movie. Oh my God. The fight between those two. And so it, basically, what's happening here, what we're finding out if this is true is how. Powerful, The Rock is with these Warner Brother executives. That he's the one that that got them to put Cavill back in the suit. Like he's the one that did this single handedly. Like this is the biggest movie star in the world. I think in 2020 he made more money than any other actor. And so, like this guy has a lot of what is that noise? Whoever is. Playing it the, has their air conditioner, it's an annoying hit mute. Um I think it's you, Wayne. It's you, it's been you this whole time. Um but for The Rock to have that kind of power to bring back Henry Cavill after like fans have been begging for this for years, and it just comes down to one guy making this happen. I think I do think that's how this movie is gonna end. I do think we're seeing Henry Cavill come back in the suit. And they're the, the second movie where we might be seeing that uh, Black Adam Superman fight.
4: That's so exciting. I'm such a huge fan of Henry Cavill. I would love nothing more than to see him uh, put that blue suit on again.
2: The, the Rock was actually asked in an interview, could we be seeing any members of the Justice League? This is what he said. I'm
1: going to walk into this movie, Dwayne, wondering, are we going to see any Justice League characters in this movie because we know the JSA is a precursor to the Justice League so is that connection felt in this film what can you tell
6: us I can tell you that we're just going to have to wait and see
2: wow thank you Dwayne The Rock Johnson um yeah (laughs) 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 but it wasn't a no so yeah I think it's one of those things that they're
6: just holding on to I, I do oh man if, Dwayne, the Rock Johnson has uh, this clause in his contracts. I know he had it with Jason Statham and the Vin Diesel stuff where he's not allowed to lose on stream, So I wonder how that's going to play out in the, if Superman really is that? the nemesis.
1: Or did one of those other dudes start that?
2: Because... What?
1: I feel like I remember one of them was like, "I don't want to lose," and then the other two were like, "Us either."
2: Well, no, and I think it was Statham who said, Statham or Vin Diesel said, "Like I have to have equal amount of punches or something."
3: Okay, that (laughs) sounds very Vin Diesel to me. (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was Vin Diesel.
1: And the Rock, they don't have like that ego between them.
3: I agree, and I side with you. I mean, that's
1: silly. I would be surprised to find out that Henry Cavill like. Gave a shit. He just seems like way chiller than that.
6: Well, I mean, we've already seen him lose on screen. <laughs> His
2: AC is running again. Yeah, that's that's Tristan. That's Tristan. It no, wasn't no, no, Wayne. No,
6: it's not AC. I have, I, I don't have <laughs> any AC on. into the
2: <laughs> No, that
6: <laughs> it, I have no fucking AC on right. It sounds like one of you
2: are like hanging off the bullet train or something. <laughs> it sounds like a car. Like someone's
6: in a car. Yeah. Speak up, Wayne. Come on, Wayne,
2: get off mute. I have my I have my shit muted.
3: (laughs) I don't want to. That mute went up so fucking fast.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope one of you are nice and cool for this episode. (laughs) Because everyone got to hear how nice and cool you are.
0: I mean, I thought it would be inevitable to have these two in a film together. They had the same agent. I mean, it's just money. It was just—it's stupid not to have these two in the same movie. And also, if we ever ever get an, another Man of Steel movie, the first one was done in what 2013. Yeah, that's so so long ago. We're way <laughs> way over fucking due for this. Yeah, we are. You know, like so. Yeah, I mean, and even if people are disappointed that, like, like Tristan said, there is very minimal things going around about Black Adam. But if they were able to keep Henry Cavill, like under wraps this whole time about not like if he is appearing in that movie i mean hats off because like i we haven't seen any leaks or any other sources that he actually is in there
2: i've seen two i've seen two credible sources online say that he is and i saw what i think could be a an actual photo Um, of him in the movie. But I don't know if it's been doctored. I don't know if it's been taken from another movie. But people are saying this is a shot of Henry Cavill in a suit in Black Adam. So that was on DCEU Leaks Reddit. So I don't know. We'll see. But if I I do think that we're going to see him at the end of the movie. And I think fans are going to fucking go crazy. And I think that's why he asked the question. Did you guys love the ending? Of course they did. (laughs) They saw fucking Henry Cavill back as Superman. And they're teasing the next movie. So... He does
0: say, there is nobody on this planet who can stop me.
7: Hmm.
2: Yeah. So that is all I have, gentlemen, unless you guys have anything else for me. No. I I said gentlemen, and Melissa's on the podcast, and she is just (laughs) fuming now. I'm not. (laughs) Gentlemen and gentle lady. Is thank you you so much good sir good <laughs> <Yes>, sir <laughs> as, as I tip my hat to my lady Um
7: adjust <laughs> my monocle
2: <laughs> uh, uh, let's see here alright yeah so yeah we'll be back next week with a full episode but I wanted to thank the guests on the podcast uh, Jake where can people find you I'm kidding uh, Joe where can people find you man
3: <laughs> I'll be at a Taylor Swift concert yeah no shit
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> you can find me on Startcast. I do uh, long-form conversations with guests. New episodes drop every Saturday. You can also find me on Twitter at the Tubby
2: Ninja, and you can find him on PCLOTR, the Lord of the Rigs, the Rigs of Power podcast.
4: <laughs> that's right, yeah. yeah. And that's been so much fun, doing uh, breakdowns of these episodes of Rings of Power. So if you're watching that show and you're not listening to to our breakdowns, you're missing out because we're, we're bringing lots of details, putting lots of work into those episodes, and we'd sure love it for you to give a listen.
2: Absolutely, yeah. And I appreciate Joe this past week doing all the heavy lifting with the breakdown. I was sick. There was no way I was going to be able to kind of focus and put in the energy that I usually do. So Joe was like... Joe, you were my Superman this week, man.
7: <laughs> my,
4: my pleasure. Yeah, what a I'll, great episode, too. Joe, episode you were also shit.
2: you were also my rock. <laughs> I'll take it. I don't know. I got weird there, um, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne, mm, yes, sir. All right, Tristan. I'm kidding, uh, Wayne. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, uh, yeah. If you want to listen to anything about pro wrestling, you can find me on Podcast Championship Wrestling.
2: Or you can look me up on Twitter or Instagram at semi dry chicken. And if anybody out there knows of a good air conditioning repairman that can head out to Wayne's house, uh, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> please let us know. <laughs> jesus well how old is your air? conditioner? 1940 was that thing made there i don't
0: there? have an ac on so it might have just been some just background noise but like it yeah was, i don't have a fan or nothing on
2: it was really loud whatever it was i think it's probably tristan it's always tristan in it jake
6: wow. well, we'll dude, talk I, you know i always loud. fess up when it's me <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 melissa where can people find you
1: You can find me co-hosting the Wild Pretty Things podcast or on Twitter and Letterboxd to Mellow Yellow. Oh, and I want to tell you guys, I love your Rings of Power podcast so much.
2: Thank you. Um, Thank you. I am
1: not just yanking your chain. I listen to you guys and I listen to another podcast, but I don't know if I would stick with the show without that type of coverage just because it's like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. (laughs) Like, I... I'm not in the lore, but you guys connecting what's happening to the show. to like the greater context of like the Lord of the Rings world is super fun and really makes me engaged in the show in a way I don't think I would be without it. So
2: that's awesome.
1: Smoke either. That's true.
2: <laughs> Thank you. That's we, awesome. We just welcomed Melissa into the fellowship. <laughs> <laughs> <trying to> ring. <laughs> you don't want to ring One of those. later.
1: I'm trying to get all the power. <laughs> That's how that works, though. The the good people make the. No, I'm just kidding.
2: Oh my God! New theory: Melissa is Sauron.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and Tristan worst theories. That's true,
6: Tristan. <laughs> Tristan, where yes. can people find you? Uh, you can find me occasionally on PCL and also on a recent episode of Startcast. And you can also find me on my couch catching up on some hot D. <laughs> wow. yeah house Hell of yeah. Dragon. <laughs> I,
3: ca- I called it that to michelle last week and she just looked at me what the fuck are you talking about
2: <laughs> melissa you have your work you have your work cut out for you over the next few months of watching every hugh jackman wolverine appearance
1: i know i'm i'm excited to be honest I've only seen one X-Men movie, and it's the new Mutants. So, like, we're, there's nowhere to go. <laughs> what? Shut oh. <Let> up. <laughs>
3: oh, yeah. Uh, you'd be sadly mistaken.
1: <laughs> 17 years
0: to watch one of these.
1: <laughs> 17 years. <laughs> I know.
3: New Mutants is probably right like, there in the middle. <laughs> I didn't start right. watching
1: movies till like, 2017. So they were coming out, and I just didn't care.
6: What changed that?
1: Um, I torrented all of the Oscar, like all the best picture nominees in 2017. And they were really good. I mean, shocker. So I was like, wow, movies. I love them. And that was just absurd. I've almost cool. seen 300
2: movies this year. A lot of people don't know this, but Melissa was raised Amish. <laughs> <laughs> up into a she was churning butter all the way up to 2016 and decided she just then she saw one fucking movie and she just she just said fuck this life god I'm missing so much
1: (laughs) and I also like I went I, I was walking through a theater there's a train line that has a stop in like at a location that also has a movie theater. So we were walking through and we saw Blade Runner 2049, like kind of on a whim. And that was another one where I was like, wow, movies fucking rule. What has been happening?
6: Yeah, she saw she, these picture shows
2: she she turned to ezekiel as he was making a cabinet and she yes. said i'm leaving this life
7: I have to leave this <laughs> like uh, wow
3: 2017 was the la la land debacle at the oscars too was- oh yeah you're right
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right we're gonna get out of here jake has game when you're playing a board game tonight jake yeah we're doing a gloomhaven session
2: there you go gotta get jake's gonna get out of here but we'll be back next week got a full episode uh we'll be talking about amsterdam um shit man do revenge is another one what else bros. is on bros talking about bros and oh man i'm so excited for bros i, I got my ticket to see it tomorrow jake but we'll werewolf
3: be werewolf by night
2: werewolf get hey, jake it's a it's a bonus episode you don't have to do the ending with me oh thank god i'm gonna have uh, joe do you want to do it with me <laughs> you
3: think you could do I, it go for it joe i hope you do it better
2: uh now that i'm put on the spot my brain has gone completely blank and i'm like what are the words again <laughs> and i see i say i say and until next week and you go and we and we say it together we're putting a lid on it
7: putting a
4: lid on it yeah
2: let's do it all right and until next week we're, we're putting, putting a, a lid, lid on it. it that was pretty good joe That was pretty fucking good, man. Not like that bumbling idiot Jake at the end of every episode.
3: <laughs> it gives it character. That shit, you and Joe sounded stale as fuck. We like sounded good. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, fuck you. Uh, you're, you're fucking, you're
2: blind at the end. You're like Mr. Magoo
3: bumping into that fucking outro. What does the blind have to do with hearing how bad you sounded? We sounded fucking, oh,
2: you're going to critic, you know, the only reason you're fucking criticizing is because you can't fucking do it. That's the only thing. You're gonna fucking criticize Joe, and Joe knocked it out of the goddamn park. We said it with we said it with excitement. We said it with
3: passion. I, I'm not impressed, Lucy. I want my nickel back. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Go play your board game.
2: <laughs> Speaking of board, I'm bored with i I'm bored of you. <laughs>
3: Okay, it's definitely better than what you guys did. I guess it's
2: time for me to make the announcement. Joe, you are the, you are, you are an official leftover and this is Jake's last episode.
3: <laughs> it's so bittersweet. <laughs> Shit, in Haven City now. <laughs> I,
2: that whole thing was just a test to see if you could get the ending of the show right and you did. And yes, you have passed and now you are, I'm, I'm doing the, I'm doing the nighting of the leftover. Yes, yeah, so you're now <laughs> christened the left leftover and you will you'll be joining me <laughs> From here on out, as the I
4: survived the surprise job interview. How about that?
2: <laughs> it'd be great. It'd be great if Joe was like, you know, what, Brian. That's all great, No, I just don't want to do it. Like, oh, I thought this was just a gag, and then I got to ask Jake to come back.
3: Yeah, there's a reason you put up with me, motherfucker. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Next week it's just me on the episode, and I'm Bri- <laughs> and I'm Brian.
3: <laughs> and I'm the only <laughs> leftover. <laughs> nobody nobody wanted somehow to t- still in, somehow there's still air conditioning noise <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's, that's actually that's actually my guest that week is fucking Wayne's air conditioning.
3: <laughs> where, can, where can we? Where can other people find you, air conditioning noise? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> 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 Nobody else wanted to join because I did Jake so dirty, but Wayne's like, you can listen to my air conditioning all week fuckhead <laughs>
4: I left the TV on all day and he watched the
3: list <laughs> I think you're being harsh air conditioning noise it was a good movie <laughs>
2: Oh my, for some odd reason, the air conditioning noise s- loves it w- when a movie's under two hours. <laughs> it's like Jake never fucking left the podcast.
3: AC's <laughs> hey, not asking for piss breaks. That's
2: true.
3: Oh man, when they said "Wakanda Forever," they meant it. Uh. <laughs>
2: fucking eric Stoltz is gonna to have to show up with an adrenaline shot to get Jake to watch the end of that fucking movie <laughs> <laughs> do you know who he wanted that he i i posted this he wanted to have John Cusack play that role
3: oh yeah he probably wouldn't take his cubs hat off long enough
2: <laughs> oh, sorry <laughs> sorry let's end this let's end it guys we'll see you next week see you later <laughs>